Week two, day two, planting the seeds of truth. Hey everyone, my name is AJ Venegas. I'm the community group director here at Three Crosses. And in the last episode, Lisa introduced us to the story of David, Israel's king on the run. By looking at the story of his life, we were presented with this main question that will drive the entire series. How are we able to stay rooted with God when our thoughts and emotions tend to swirl out of control when the winds of various trials blow our way? Hopefully, you've had time to reflect on that question yesterday over a cup of coffee. Today, we're going to look at how in the middle of this rather dark section of the Psalms, David begins to plant some small seeds of truth as he reflects on his own situation. In this episode, I'd like to plant some of those same seeds inside of your heart so that the Spirit can water them and give you deeper roots in the Lord as you watch these seeds grow throughout the rest of this series. Psalm 8, 3 to 5 says this, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him in glory and honor. Have you ever investigated the night and seen stars and stars and even more stars? Some brighter than the others and some shine only during certain seasons or once every hundred years. The sun shines bright in California, but in Alaska it might not show its light for over 60 days. The world and all its niches are, are beyond our comprehension. How is life formed in every living creature? And what or who ascribes purpose to this life that we've all been given? Did you notice how these questions were brought forth from David's contemplation over the heavens, the moons, the stars? When was the last time you started thinking about your doubts, your concerns, by thinking critically about creation around you? In fact, give time today to look and listen intently at the things surrounding you. Your room, your work, friends, family, spouse, the trees and the plants, your transportation. How do you get from one place to another? Do you see how the Lord continually blesses us? Do you see that the Lord has crowned each of us in glory and in honor? Here's the first seed I want to plant. There's something about God's creation when we learn to look at it, we understand that all of our praise belongs to the Lord, the creator of all things. Not only has he created all things, but the Lord has created you. The question is, will you stay rooted in him? Now here's another great question. Do you believe that other people are crowned with this same glory and honor? Now this question is a little bit more difficult to answer, isn't it? We all have lived a little life to know not all people respect others. Not all people love one another. And there are some people who actively go against their own moral compass of what is right and wrong. Are they also crowned in glory and honor? The ones who have wronged us, do you believe the Lord has created them? Perhaps it's when we take judgment into our own hands that we forget that we are not the only ones created by the Lord. We are not the only ones oppressed. How do we suspend judgment? Here's seed number two. We need to recognize that God is on his throne 
and is willing and able to righteously judge others in his presence. Psalm 9 verses 7 to 8 and also 11 says this, The Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice and he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with uprightness. Sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the people his deeds. Psalm 10, 16 to 18. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Psalm 11, verses 4 to 5. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. This is why we're called to pray for the ones who are oppressed. Pray for those who are also crowned in glory and honor. Not judge. Pray. So, would King David of Israel be able to surrender judgment to the true king of heaven and earth? Because it's extremely easy to judge others that have oppressed us. It's easy to recognize how our peers have been wronged. It's easy to ascribe right to the oppressor, the one who took advantage of our weakness, took advantage of our instability and left us. They left us when we were vulnerable. They left our loved ones when they were needed the most. But here's what's difficult. It's so unnatural to remember that all men and all women are crowned in glory and honor. Yet, we are but men and women. We have all wronged someone, took advantage of someone that came to us for help, left when we were needed the most. The list can go on and on because we're human. Which brings us to seed number three. There is something broken inside of us as human beings. We call this sin. And because of our sinful nature as humans, we're totally dependent on God's mercy toward us. As you read these passages, can you sense David's growing dependency on the Lord? Psalm 8 verse 9, O Lord, our Lord, your majesty fills the earth. Psalm 9, 9 to 10, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Finally, Psalm 9's conclusion should sound familiar to you already. Arise, O Lord. Let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. Psalm 9, 19 to 20. As David begins to reflect on his trials, he finds himself rooting his perspective in these three seeds of truth. The source of creation around him, the character of God on his throne, in his sanctuary, and the problem that we all face as humans, sin. I pray that these seeds have found fertile soil in your hearts today because as we continue to read about David's life, we will watch as these seeds sprout in his heart throughout the Psalms to the point where all the psalmist can do is praise, praise the Lord, no matter what the circumstance. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast, 
For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2, 8-10 Here's a worship challenge for you today. Pray today for the Lord's steadfast love. The Lord is a just God who will judge fairly. So let's praise the Lord for his grace and mercy that would lead him to reveal the Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, the one who has defeated sin and made you righteous in the Lord's eyes. Let's praise the Lord for his steadfast love, which endures forever. It's been given to us and to those who seek the Lord. For we are merely human sinners, but in Christ we can stand firmly rooted in the Lord God Almighty.